0: Hey now, it's Brace for Impact and I'm your host, Mike Gilbert, and I'm joined as always by JD by God, Oliva. How you doing, JD? Good. I was looking at myself in the preview window and it looked like I had some
1: weird like chroma key issues going on and I don't even have a chroma key felt around, so that was bizarre, but we're good, man.
0: Hmm. Yeah, we're good. I switched to browsers today, so hopefully we don't have those same issues that we were having last week with the You're
1: finally mm-hmm. you're finally on Chrome, huh?
0: Well, so I use Chrome for StreamYard, and so I pull up a separate browser. So I just pulled the Safari browser to actually, you know, do the recap portion. So I have two different ones, and so instead, I just created a new, new tab, dragged it over using all Chrome all the time. You good? I knocked my computer over. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> so um, we got big news to talk about. Hold on. Let me. Uh, we have we didn't get a chance to hit the button last week. So hold on.
1: Breaking news.
0: Uh Jonathan Gresham as announced by Impact Wrestling as we saw earlier on Impact tonight, uh he made his return to help Eddie Edwards or to help Delirious fight off Eddie Edwards from a post-match attack and he has been added to the roster, um saying that he is I'm going to go ahead and say he's signed, right? Not like like an exclusive contract, nothing like that. But I will. I I think I feel pretty confident saying he has signed with Impact. He is no longer with AEW slash ROH, um, and so this is the word that we're getting. And I need to to reach out to our friend that actually um told us this. Like the guy with the the guy with we, the scoops.
1: Can we talk? Can we say who it is? We have to keep it on he, the DL
0: you know so he posted publicly in the fight game media facebook group but one time he did this he did ask not to be no you know what i mean so but i i don't know but he posts news all the time and it's like public for everybody to see so i don't know i'm i'm not going to say the guy's name um just for fear of that he doesn't want to be named so um but we we do have some specifics on the jonathan gresham deal so as of now he is no longer with uh impact or with aew slash roh um and he was actually pitched to win the Cruiserweight Classic uh, in WWE, which is returning in 2023. So that was a kind of a Triple H staple, the CWC. Um that that is making its return uh to sir, yes. Is it the Cruiserweight Classic? That was absolutely Triple H's tournament. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, it really just yeah. that H was H's his staple? in NXT. Oh, yeah. I know, I believe you, but is it gonna okay. come
1: back in twenty twenty
0: three? Are uh, we sure? Would... I don't know. Well, more more on that on the Patreon. I think I, I think uh, JD has a conspiracy theory, and I think I'm kind of with you on that one. So, but as of now, it looks like it's returning in 2023. I don't think that news has actually hit the wire. So, um, but uh, Tony Khan has frozen Gresham's deal. So Tony Khan basically gave him a conditional release, um, and he has a non compete, and he cannot compete against. Uh, he can only not go to WWE. So it looks like he is with impact. Uh, he becomes a free agent in April of 2024. That's what, that's what our friend is saying. The friend who shall remain nameless. Um, he doesn't know the specifics of the contract, but um but uh, he doesn't—he doesn't know anything about exclusivity, yada yada, the details of the contract with Impact. But he is indeed with Impact. It looks like until April 2024. Um, so that's what we have for right now. But that's—I think that's great news, man. I'm great. a big Jonathan. I'm a big Jonathan Gresham fan. Yeah, man. he was. Um, it wasn't gonna work,
1: right? No, where he was, it just wasn't gonna work. Um, you know, plethora of reasons, but on both sides, didn't sound like it was. It was a good fit for either guy. Yeah. Um, I think this is good for impact. And quite frankly, I think him going, if he did get to go to the WWE, the cruiserweight label has always been the kiss of death over there. Yeah. So I think this is better for everyone involved that they're paying him well. I think this is. Tony Khan, you know, doing something good for impact in this case, you know, let him sign. You could say, oh, he should have been, you know, he should have been released. Well, Mustafa Ali hasn't gotten released, and he's asked like 19 times. So yeah. whatever, this is the way it goes. And quite frankly, this is an impact show, and this benefits us. So I like it. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm a Jonathan Gresham fan. Jonathan Gresham being an impact is good for me personally because yep. I enjoy covering his work. Me too. I thought um, I did. I. So I was never a big Ring of Honor guy, but they had certain guys that I enjoyed watching. Jonathan Gresham was one of those guys, along with the Briscoes. And I was very grateful to get those, to get both of the, like the, the Briscoes and the Gresham into Impact earlier this year. I was disappointed to see uh, Gresham leave the company and uh, go to Ring of Honor. Um, obviously, didn't work there. He, uh, I, it's hard to say that he's like, release out it's weird the way that they're doing it they're 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 not he can go anywhere he wants as long as it's not wwe so that's why he's here in impact impact and uh, aew or they seem to be homies still so that's why we're getting this and i'm uh i'm pretty excited about it and and the way ring the way impact brought him back who was um jonathan gresham supposed to face at rebellion earlier this year before he got the concussion well that'd be Eddie edwards that would be Eddie Edwards. They never got the match. We never saw him in, uh, in Impact again. And now we now we get the match, and we, it looks like we're going to get us a, a Gresham run here in Impact.
1: I love it. I have zero qualm with any of this. Hey, I'll tell you what. If Malachi Black said, hey, please let me go. I want to go to Impact, I don't think it would have been as much of a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't think so at, at all.
1: Um, I mean, it's no different than what they're doing with Regal over there, right? Sure, you can go yeah. back to WD. Can't be on
0: TV. I I think I think that's um I think that's fair. Thanks, I think it's fair too. Yeah. I, I don't I don't see the issue with that. Of course, look, you don't you don't want him to go to a direct competitor. So that, that's so I always relate everything to football. And a lot of times when a a football player is unhappy with either their contract or with their playing time or unhappy with their the current team that they're on, um before they give the guy a conditional release. They try to trade him away or give him to another team that is not directing competition with them sure. to, to avoid making sure that they don't go to a, a team in their division. So the 49ers earlier this year, instead of releasing Jimmy Garoppolo outright because they couldn't trade him, they knew that Garoppolo, if they were to release him, he would have been signed by the Seattle Seahawks. So instead of that, they went ahead and just kept him on as the backup and he became a starter again. That's a whole other thing. So that stuff happens in sports all the time. Impact, whether people like this or not, is not a direct competitor to AEW. They're, they're just not, not they Yeah. No, they're they're not. They're they they do they're like friends. They have partnerships, but Impact getting a little bit of buzz is not going to hurt AEW at all. I mean, they're yeah. getting, you know, 10 times the viewership, um probably 20 to 30 times the pay-per-view buys. This is not a war here, right? This is no big deal.
1: No, they get along. They Frankie was just there and on loan, and we've had it several times where guys come to Impact on loan from AEW. So this is great. I think this is. It's like a. Tr- I don't know if true. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll say we got. We'll say we got Gresham,
0: and they got um, Big Bill. Yeah, big. Oh my God. So you remember when Morrissey debuted at rebellion a couple years ago and we, we flat out made fun of the Morrissey name, buried it. And buried then it. after, after a while I got used to it. Right. It, it just, it I, it, I ended up being okay with the name and for them to just change it to big bill. Big bill. What are they doing? Are they just completely
1: void of any creativity? <laughs> Well, I don't know. W. Morrissey wasn't creative either. I mean, like, there's just something with the dude's name. I guess is just he's just cursed to have because sh- Big Cass was a stupid freaking name too. Like, yeah. when you really think about Big Cass? Like, that's not good. It, this guy is just cursed to have this giant body. He's shredded, a lot of back. The um, but he's yeah. never. He's just never gonna have a good name, no matter what company. Yeah. He said. See, I, in my thought, he's three for three with shitty names. In big companies yeah. you know
0: i you know, you know i got i got used to w morrissey i thought it was ridiculous at first a, I, no because
1: it like, is because we said it every week yeah and we got well, used. To yeah
0: it. yeah no we, were, we definitely got used to well and you,
1: I think, you'll get used I to think, big bill in time but it doesn't change the fact man. that it's terrible
0: i don't know that i'll get used to big bill you'll get used to big uh, bill
1: Eventually, we'll just I, say we'll just say Big Bill, and unironically, un- <laughs> and it'll just be part of those things. And then one day, I'll go, yeah, you know, uh, Big Bill's on, tonight. and you're like, Big Bill, what the fuck? Like, terrible name, <laughs> terrible name. I don't w. know Morrissey, that he'll
0: also. Terrible. I don't know that. I don't know that he'll be on Dynamite enough for me to get used to that name. I just. Oh, they'll push him. You think so? Yeah, I do. He was gonna go. Like, did your Stokely's
1: interview with uh, Renee? No. Did you catch that one? I'm just curious. No. He it was no. really good. Honestly, really good interview. Highly recommend it. He hey, talks a is lot he
0: about, is he is he better on podcasts than he is on TV? Yes. He's I have, being, he's I been being quite disappointed. No, no, okay. he's he's
1: just being himself and talking about young know, mental struggles and you know problems oh, he's okay. had. It's like it's really heartfelt, really good interview. And he, oh, good. they were gonna feud with punk. Yeah. The firm was built to not to feud with CM Punk. And right. As we've seen, Tony Khan does not react well when when injuries happen. Mm-hmm. He just kind of, you know, there's no pivoting with that guy. If it don't work, he just kind of throws his hands up in the air and doesn't know what to do next.
0: Takes so, off TV for a while, yeah. Yeah,
1: just takes him off TV for a while. So the, the firm <clears throat> was kind of DOA because the guy they were supposed to feud with, you know, had some stuff. Yeah, yeah. A bad, yeah, a of bad muffin, and his career's never been the same.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we're gonna go ahead and get into uh get into the recap portion of the show. I'm excited about Jonathan Gresham. Oh, and also part of that news, he's gonna be taking on Eddie Edwards at Hard to Kill on January 13th. Um, more more Hard to Kill news coming up uh, later in the show on Patreon. So go to Patreon.com/slash Fight Game Media. Uh, we're gonna talk some more Hard to Kill stuff. I think Eric Bischoff might be involved somehow. So we'll 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 get into that a little bit. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that we got uh, another 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 new signing uh, impact's bringing in another former wwe talent so we'll talk about that plus uh we're gonna get into the uh the mandy rose stuff and then pivot into some more sasha bank stuff because i think jd wants to take some victory laps i have several victory laps
1: that i have to take <laughs> i've been telling you guys this for months yeah. but you know i don't whatever um if we're gonna get into the mandy rose stuff are we gonna lose our jobs here too
0: like, no, because we are I, we are going to be I, professional.
1: I cannot show my butthole to anybody. Like it's not going to no.
0: happen. <laughs> no, 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 Did you All see right, any of so her stuff?
1: It. Did you see any of the Mandy Rose stuff?
0: No. So I I, mean, I know some of it leaked online, but I don't want to click on the link because it'll give my phone AIDS. <laughs> just, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know not, exactly what you mean.
0: Not not interested, and I also don't want that in my browser history, like. I just don't want like stuff to pop up. I'm like you know, I'm a dad now. my daughter uses my phone all the time, like she likes to oh, play, yeah. like uh there's like a drawing app on there that she likes to draw on, and sometimes she ends up on the internet somehow, so i don't oh, yeah. I don't need any of that in, like, in I, my life. so I, I avoid it. that like the, I avoid that nonsense, like the plague. Um, so if people can do them, not that stuff just ain't for me anymore. Uh, I'm an old married man with kids. That being said, if suffer to wind up in the Viking media chat, you know,
1: (laughs) what happens there stays there.
0: Yeah, there there you go. Um, (laughs) You know what? So I had so little 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 backstage news on Brace for Impact. I had to get off of the Observer site again because there was a lag between you and I. And I went to the Fightful site. They don't cover BTI. So I don't know what happened on BTI. So I don't have the gimmick. So I'm sorry, folks. I can't do the BTI gimmick this and week because I don't know what happened. And that, that was, was talking my... BTI. Some, somebody that wasn't good enough to be on TV this week won a match on BTI. And that was talking BTI. So there you go. But the first match we got up on uh, Impact was Eddie Edwards taking on uh, Ring of Honor legend, one of the greatest stars in the history of Ring of Honor. Booker of all bookers. Oh,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shira versus Jack Price. Huh.
0: Who the fuck is Jack Price?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm looking at this right now and more surprised than I anticipated being.
0: Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. I'm glad we covered BTI, everybody. All right, so Eddie Edwards versus Delirious. Um, They had a decent little match. Um Eddie Edwards, uh Eddie Edwards hit a vicious Lariat before hitting a Liger Bomb for a uh, for a pin, but Delirious reversed it into a Yuji Gatami. before transitioning into the Cobra stretch. Edwards tried to break the hole, but instead reverse it with a pin attempt for the uh for the pinfall win. So yeah, he had the uh um delirious had his uh, the cobra stretch submission hold, but Edwards just kind of rolled backwards on him and then pinned him um like that. Kind of a kind of the old Steve Austin Bret Hart one from uh Survivor Series 1996, that deal.
1: Did you just compare Delirious versus Steve Austin?
0: You know, Delirious is the Steve Austin of Rig of Honor.
1: <laughs> I'm, just thinking, I'm listening to you talk and you just yeah. you compared a Delirious match to Steve Austin versus Bret Hart. I, just I didn't. Want, com- I, I'm, I'm just, just saying want, the same just,
0: situation happened in the matches.
1: I just want that for the record that you compared Eddie Edwards versus Delirious to Steve Austin and mm. Bret Hart. We'll
0: leave it at that. Uh, After the match, Edwards and Delirious shook hands before Edwards attacked Delirious, viciously hitting the diehard driver. Um, He continued the attack, and then all of a sudden, uh, Jonathan Gresham's music hit, and uh, he made his return to Impact Wrestling. He chased uh, Edwards off. Um and uh, to evade the octopus. So he tried to put the octopus on him. Edwards took off, man. So uh, a pretty cool return, man. I really enjoyed this. Like, I knew on the spoilers that he had come back, but the fact that he's in the company, I think that makes this a much bigger deal because guys come to Impact. They they come in and out, and they have matches okay. here and there, mm-hmm. and you, they don't really get to get behind them. But now I feel like he's going to be around long enough where they can get behind him. They can actually they can push they can push Gresham into getting a main event match with Josh Alexander. Absolutely. I put the title on Jonathan Gresham. To be honest with you, I, would. I wouldn't put it over not not over Josh. Maybe as a transitional, but I I wouldn't put it over. Josh. We're knocking on the door of a year with Josh as champion at this point. I know we you just know? need a heel. I think we need to transition over to a heel. Why well, can't Jonathan me. Gresham? I think I think in time.
1: Okay, so I thought Jonathan Gresham in AEW could have been inter- ROH could have been interesting as a heel. We didn't get it. But I thought that would have been an interesting transition.
0: Was he ever a a, a heel like a, a main event heel in Ring of Honor? I I know he was uh-huh. kind of a
1: the foundation was, just, was kind of its thing. But I mean, like yeah, you know, yeah, he, he just really. he just
0: kind of feels like he wants to be Dory Funk Jr. You know, and uh, kind Dory of Dory Funk just, Jr. Just was a heel. To, he he was whenever they were a tag team. But as the champion, he was kind of like it depended on the opponent, right? Kind it could be a baby from, or or the location. I just feel like. He just kind of wants to do his wrestling matches, right? Are and you, like are you like familiar with Dory Funk Jr. like have you like
1: personality wise and stuff like that? Cuz Jonathan Gresham is a very interesting comparison that you just made.
0: I so I just meant that he wants to be kind of an old school classic wrestler um and not an over the kind top of boring? Character. Yeah. And but but his matches are exciting at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah the no, the, the, Dory the Funk character is the, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's not much to the character, right now. Dory Funk with his brother Terry as tag team champions in Japan—that was fucking interesting. Well, Those matches hey, were a bit wild because right? he had but,
1: Terry in there. He know? had Terry. Terry, yeah. Wild man, yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe Dory Funk was not the greatest comparison. Maybe Jack Briscoe. No, I, no, no. You I know think what I mean? Oh, okay. okay, I really think. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't like, seem like character. Like it's, it almost seems like character work kind of annoys him a little bit, and he wants I agree. to wrestle. Okay. Which so, and he just seemed him, uncomfortable yeah. whenever they turned him heel in AEW. And I know that he didn't get it, like a total a lot of preparation for it, but when they turned him heel, he just seemed very uncomfortable doing it. Like it just wasn't him. But who knows? Maybe maybe Scott and the boys can, you know, turn him heel and turn him into a character and make him we some need, money one day. We need some main
1: event heels over here too, man, to be quite honest with you. So
0: Yeah. yeah that's true. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV Um, Scott DeMore was in the back talking to Josh Alexander. Uh, he put over Mike Bailey after he challenged Alexander for the belt. Alexander said he would confront Bully Ray during his match. Bully Ray's match was next. But DeMore told him to refrain from doing so. Tommy Dreamer interrupted him and apologized to Alexander. And uh, Alexander basically told him to eat shit. And it was suspicious of Dreamer um, with uh, Bully Ray's devious antics. Um, there was nothing much to that. So we'll just go to the... Uh, the well. So they're still doing the the Demore is kind of like a mentor to Josh and he's his boss at the same time and just trying to get him to not like overreact to certain situations. And it's like, bro, he beat up his wife. This is pro wrestling. Why are you not letting him go to the ring and attack Bully Ray? <laughs>
1: it's well, like, it's consistent. It's
0: consistent. Yeah, exact it, same it, thing it he did with
1: Moose. like the only person that ever has to face repercussions on this show for anything is Josh. Cody, Heater killed
0: Moose. a man. Right, and Josh is getting lectures about his temper. It's like it's almost like like he has this higher standard for Josh Alexander. Maybe that is the story. Maybe it's because he is Josh's mentor and he is Josh's coach, and so he doesn't hold everybody else, all the crazy people, to a higher standard. He holds him to the highest
1: standard, or any standard,
0: or any standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Diener did stab a motherfucker, and he he was a legend
1: in this company. A legend in this company stabbed him in the heart.
0: And didn't even get fined or reprimanded or anything.
1: No, Gil Kim didn't even, like, get angry at him. He was no. just allowed to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, oh, that, that motherfucker killed a man. We have to we can't mess with him. He might hurt one of us. <laughs> yeah.
0: oh, so we got, uh, Gave that we guy got a Bully Ray. <laughs> so we got uh, Bully Ray uh, versus the newest signee, the big star that they sent out a press release about, uh, John Schuyler. Um Bully Ray hit three body slams and a pile driver for the victory. So there goes Skyler's push.
1: <laughs> it's, lasted one week.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't think that they actually put a – sent out a press release, but Skyler made the announcement on a podcast and then they oh, sent I the information they, to all the different they websites. out a
1: press release. That was a thing that happened. They gave him the Bram treatment. That was yeah. a thing. So <laughs> whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, but, it uh, is just, uh,
1: I, why he's here. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I was so um I was like whenever they it's not I didn't it wasn't weird that they signed Skylar. It was weird that they announced that they signed Skylar, considering his place in the company the last time we saw him was essentially Doing things like this just losing in really quick matches um so I just I found that interesting so it made it seem like they were excited about the signing and it turns out that no he was he's in the same position that he was in whenever he left before so well, you
1: gotta you gotta build up that guy to make sure bully gets over because that's what's important that bully Ray is always over
0: hey he's in the main event um after the match um Tommy, or, Tommy sorry Tommy dreamer. Uh, confronted Bully Ray, and the two began to uh, overact and uh, be melodramatic community theater. Um, yet they've been friends for a long time. Bully said Dreamer was a failure. Said some shit about his mom, and uh, Bully then told Dreamer he didn't give a shit about his mom. To which Dreamer went for an extensive rant before challenging Dreamer on the spot. Bully Ray instead walked to the back. So there you go, people. Bulky Ray and uh, Tommy Dreamer. We are yeah. acting. To the yeah. back
1: of the rows. I hate this shit.
0: Yep. Moving on. <laughs> Waste of time. Uh, major players. Um, mid Cardona. Just kidding. Matt Cardona. And uh, I haven't called him that in a long time, but he kind of yeah, is he's a mid
1: Cardona right now, quite frankly.
0: You know, it's because I think we're waiting for him to go back to WWE. That's on you the table. Take Vic- you could take yeah. victory laps on that one. Yeah, it came out last week or the week before that uh, Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona are in talks to do a reality show for WWE. Total and, Divas, uh,
1: right? That's got to be what so, this is, right? Return of Total that,
0: Divas. Either Total Divas or their own show, who knows, but... uh um, and Cardona's being linked. I, I've heard people link him to Royal Rumble. That was my prediction a couple months ago. Whenever, every, whenever the mass exodus started to happen, I was like, Yep, he's going, he'll probably be in the Royal Rumble. And uh, sure enough, there's rumors that he's going to be in the Rumble. He just wants to be Matt Cardona versus Zack Ryder, but I, either way, it's fine with me. I, 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 for if you're if he's in WWE, I see more value in the name Zack Ryder, it doesn't really matter as long as he's playing the Matt Cardona character, it doesn't matter what you call him. There's no
1: value yeah. in Zach Ryder in 2022. There's no Nobody. value in him. The only value is he'll get paid a lot to to get beat up a lot. He gets to be the jobber yeah. to the stars, which is what I think he really wants to do. Because he's had to work really hard these last two years to make a living. And then if he gets to go there, he gets to go back home. He doesn't have to work very hard anymore. He can go hang out in yeah. catering and eat his salad and, you know, go do a job every couple of weeks on main event. It'll be great.
0: And they'll let him sell his toys off of his uh, oh, show now.
1: He gets his own spot on Triple H's gauntlet, that meme that goes yeah. around. I'm sure it'll be great oh, yeah. for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Cardona and Myers took on Decay. Well, mostly Decay. Uh, Trey Miguel, before the match, Trey Miguel attacked Crazy Steve and uh, did the NWO spray paint on his back. Um, they uh, they almost stopped the match, but uh, Crazy Steve said he could continue. Um and uh, they they had it they had a decent little match uh, Myers and Torres yeah it was fine Myers and Torres got in the ring Myers uh, got Torres in the middle rope and kicked uh, kicked it uh, Steve bit Myers on the forehead but Cardona caught him with a forearm strike to the back of Steve's neck before hitting the top rope neckbreaker slash samoa drop combination on Steve for the pinfall win major major players get the victory here I get the feeling we're gonna see major players in the Motor City Machine Guns that are hard to kill coming up. I bet
1: the guns can carry the major players to a really good match.
0: You know what? I so um, people were surprised by this. I certainly was. But at Overdrive, the major players versus Heath and Rhino was pretty damn good, mainly because the crowd was just so into it. Um, Sometimes the crowd
1: makes a match. That's my thought on that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it it was a very enjoyable (laughs) three to three and a half star match that was like eight and a half minutes long. And I really enjoyed it. It was fine for what it was. No problem. Yep. And next, we go to uh, Scott Damore. He's moderating a contract signing backstage uh, between uh, champion Jordan Grace and Mickey James to make their match at hard to kill. Uh, James told Grace that she would uh, have another legendary moment. Um, and then uh, Mickey James was accusing Grace of. of basically acting like the match was a foregone conclusion that, that Grace was going to win. So they argued back and forth before Tasha Steeles interrupted, um, basically calling out Mickey James, saying that she wanted a, uh, a match with her before Hard to Kill. And uh, a lot of people got involved, and now we've got a tag team match next week. So it's going to be Grace and Mickey James versus uh, Savannah Evans and Tasha Steels. Cool. That should be fun. Yeah, yeah. It's probably going to be a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey was... The, oh, so... Before Bailey was interviewed backstage by Jim Miller, they actually cut to a um, a video that that got posted on social media over the week or since last week, after um, Alexander's match with Speedball Bailey, where they went sixty minutes. And it was basically the locker room giving Speedball a standing ovation as he come through. Kenny King interrupts it and uh, says, everybody needs to show respect to Speedball. He did it. He had a great match. I really respect what you've done. He took a sip of water and then spit it all over Speedball's face and pushed him. So we're continuing that feud. So um, maybe, hopefully, this will we'll get the match here pretty soon with those two yeah. guys. Um, next, we go to Allen Angels with uh, Diener and Khan. Versus uh, Sammy Callahan. Well, uh, Sammy Callahan lost a Big Con last week, so this week he's got to beat Alan Angels, and that's exactly what happened. Boom. Hit a cactus pile driver on Angels for the pinfall win. Uh, fine little match. Um, I I, I don't know about this feud, but here we go.
1: You know, Dina was kind of standing like Mr. Burns. It means at Ringside. Most <laughs> of oh, so this one's yeah. doing the eggs Excellent. excellent, excellent thing yeah. In this yeah know. i'm not a fan of this new Diner
0: character not a fan <laughs> yeah i feel like he should have an orb one of those orbs and just kind of carry it around he <laughs> needs to get the hood make his beard a bit longer like just go go all out make yourself into like a, a cartoon character just become saruman and just
1: do that you yeah. know why not yeah. like yeah do the already, whole thing you already killed a man
0: yeah, so after Sammy won, Big con attacked Callahan from behind, laying punches on Callahan until Deaner instructed him to stop. Diener instructed Khan to get him into the full Nelson to allow Angels to get his retribution, which Angels responded by hitting a spinning heel kick on Callahan. Deaner sat on top of Callahan after the beatdown.
1: Like, so who, who's hey. going to team with Sammy to fight these guys?
0: Um. I don't know. I think they'll get, They'll probably do a one-on-one match with Diener at some
1: point. At some maybe point, it, but he's got to have a tag partner. Like it's a three-on-one. Like even Sammy Callahan has to have a a friend at some point.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe. So you know, look, they're they're hurting for talent. Um, Jake Crist is out there. That was Sammy's guy from uh, Ohio versus everything and uh, good the good Crist. Yeah, the good Chris. He's been sober like a, like almost two years now, and got himself in a pretty good shape. So maybe that's a guy that they bring back. He's a former X Division champion, so um, I could I could see that. Um, what I don't see is John Moxley, his tag team partner on the Indies. No. And so Tony kind of that
1: kind to Impact. <laughs> no. He's not giving him John Moxley yes, no. He'll let
0: him go to Pro Although, Wrestling Revolver, but he won't be letting him go to Impact. Not so. to Impact, you know.
1: I would actually really like to watch that John Moxley, yeah. and Sammy Callahan versus the Design. I forget what we're this. Is not violent, but what do we call them now? It's the Design. Yeah, the Design. That's so yeah. stupid. I would watch <laughs> the. the match. Would be fun though. Like just three on two. That would actually kind of rule.
0: I, yeah. Yes. You you know what? I'm I'm going to change my opinion because uh, look, we all know that the Moxley thing. There's not a hope in hell about that that's not happening. All right, uh, Mance Warner. I would like to see them go oh. over old Mansur. Um, yes to, i like that and and who's is that tag team partner and proceeds matthew justice bring those two guys mance warner and matthew justice bring those two guys they're all hardcore guys from the midwest i i think that would work uh do a three on three uh just go crazy just have a fucking death match of all six of them it's sold let's do that yeah yeah count me count me in there um next we go to uh Giselle shaw and jai vidal they're walking backstage before they confronted and uh, is calling Shaw the Yoko Ono vexed. That's pretty funny. Um, Parazzo demanded Shaw to uh, uh, demanded Shaw apologize to her for ruining Chelsea Green's career and her current Im- run and impact. But Shaw tried to sweet talk Perazzo to team up against the Death Dolls for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships. So essentially, we have no tag team, so we have to create another new tag team. So that's the challenge cool. for the titles. We got okay,
1: is this going to get me in trouble when I say this? But like. We don't
0: need to have these belts really.
1: It's more work than I mean, it gives people something to do, but we don't really have a division. So we just have like, you know, champs and people for them to feud with every month,
0: you know? Yeah. It's just uh, more props and more reasons to get people on TV, but really you're just creating yeah, but you're just creating makeshift tag teams. There's no feuds, right? Um, There's no long term stories. There is no
1: long term stories because you can't you don't have we don't have enough depth. No you know, but yeah. I mean it's it's what it is. It's fine.
0: It's like if you're not challenging for the impact knockouts title, then you can just form a team to go for the tag titles for a while.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is
0: is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um and then there was a mysterious figure, a vignette of a mysterious figure saying that without the darkness there is no light and without conflict, there's no victory. And it was wild who? I thought yeah, it was going to be Taylor,
1: Mordecai. Oh. It's
0: Taylor Wilde who's doing her best, Miss Cleo, as she is uh, throwing around tarot cards. Apparently, so I guess Taylor Wilde's a witch now. Is that what we're doing?
1: Sure. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Like, I don't know. This is not. I looked at her at her Twitter, and she's got some weird, like, uh, she definitely has some thoughts on some things. I don't know about this one, though, as far as a wrestling no. gimmick goes. Hmm.
0: Yeah, well, she she originally came back and tried to be a punk rocker, but I think a lot of us that have ever been to punk concerts saw right through it. Like it's like, okay, you're, you know, you're you're clearly not this person. It's kind of like that one girl in uh, NXT that Darby Island called out for not being a skateboarder. It's like, yeah, you never actually use that skateboard; you just carry it to the ring, right? So Taylor Wilde was like definitely a poser. Yeah, she was doing the punk rock thing, but she came to
1: the ring dressed like one of the ice cream scoopers from Stranger Things. <laughs>
0: so it was yeah. like. Mm. This is
1: really the gimmick you want. Mm. Now yeah. she's going to, now she's, I mean, Kaya McKenna on in the Indies, she's kind of like a, a witch, you know, is kind of like, I don't know, I don't know, tarot cards. I, eh. yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, if she goes full blown Miss Cleo and starts like her own 1-900 number. Oh,
1: that serves, would be great. I'm all in. Can, if we do, if we do yeah. that, yes, yeah, sold.
0: Maybe they'll just call her the me, like the impact medium or something like that. And she's like, you know, talking to people about their futures and shit. I, I think I might be interested in that.
1: I can actually hear <laughs> Hannafin saying those words in my and head.
0: the impact medium coming Taylor down to the ring. <laughs> yeah. And the impact medium hits the hardest part of the ring for a pending opportunity. Here's the problem with that is like this kind of like
1: being a medium so guys, won't you why wrestle your matches if you know who's going to win or lose?
0: That's true. Can they predict right. their own futures, or they predict other people's futures? It's fiction. They can do whatever. Like it's oh, not real. True, yeah. So, but Pinder Guger and Joe Hendry versus Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice talk about a main event tag team match anywhere. Um, Hendry cut a promo <laughs> before the match. <laughs> Hendry cut a promo before the before their match, saying you selling need to out know armories him. across the country with that one. <laughs> what weird things happen in Swinger's dungeon? But said uh, that Hendry's dungeon only heard. Heard only one thing, and it's I Believe. That's so funny. I was just thinking, I be, if you believe in magic. All right, uh, Dice and Hendry began the, ma- uh, the match with Hendry hitting a scoop body slam on Dice almost immediately. Um, and then eventually we got uh, that uh, Bupinder, Gujar, and Joe Henry. Sorry, I was reading the pro- – I like to read the promo stuff because you get more out of that. And then I immediately went into the the play-by-play on the match. The match wasn't very long. Gujar and Hendry won. So there you go. We're pushing Joe Hendry right now. I mean, I believe. Yeah. I believe um, Moose chased Hendry down the ramp of the chair, which allowed Dice, so we going to double team Gujer. So, so yeah, Hendry came, or Moose came down and chased Hendry away, but Gujer finished him by himself. So there you, you know, go. And then I'm interested to see what a Moose Joe Hendry match was going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm actually, I'm into it. I think we're going to get them for at Hard to Kill for the digital media title. Um, I think Hendry in Atlanta is going to be super popular. Moose is always over as a heel. I kind of like this, and I like them putting Hendry up against one of their top stars right away and and feuding them. I think this is interesting.
1: I do, too, and I actually think this is the most interesting that anything around the digital media title has been since this albatross was created. Like, this is actually interesting. Kudos. And I like like diametrically opposed personalities when you're feuding, and you can't get more different than Moose and Joe Hendry. So this
0: is good. I like this. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. Absolutely. Next, we go to uh, John Schuyler and Jason Hotch. They're backstage after Schuyler's lo- loss. Uh, Hotch said that he would love to face him in the ring. To which Schuyler responded by saying, I would love to face you too. Or I would love to step in the ring with you too, but as your tag team partner. And then they agreed to a truce forming a tag team. So... This was
1: really awkward. <laughs>
0: And they did the limp handshake thing, like the the wrestler
1: handshake. Yeah, it was real. This whole sequence was (laughs) weird, man. I was. Yeah, man, it's this whole thing goes like, what is what are we doing here? This is odd.
0: Are wrestlers just producing themselves in these things? Because that was not
1: good. (laughs) You know, if someone was producing them, they're not going to want to lay claim to it.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. But what was really good um, and uh, they would want to lay claim to it is Steve Macklin cutting a promo backstage complaining that he can do anything and beat every former world champion and yet cannot get a title shot. He's right, Mackle by said, the way, he is right. Macklin said that Rich Swan was at the wrong place. Um, the wrong time declaring Macklin are declaring mayhem for all on his quest for the impact world heavyweight championship. So I, I, you can't, I, I wonder when we're going to get this Alexander Macklin match. I'm just waiting for it.
1: <laughs> They've been, not not say building to it, but they've been kind of tap dancing around this for months now. And I keep saying, well, we need a main event heel. We need a main event heel. Are they ever just gonna pull the trigger on Macklin and try to try to make him a main event heel?
0: You know, I so originally I wanted Cardona to be the guy, but it looks like he's mm. probably going back to WWE, mm-hmm. right? So I I think I think they should shock the world after Alexander has to be Bully Ray. And then immediately after they need to put the title. I'd put the title on Macklin right away. Let's just build let's just make another guy. Like make a guy. See, I what, think it's see time. what the guy's got. Yeah, that's what we did with Josh. Made Josh, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with this. I think he's really proven a lot over the last year, quite honestly. He's turned out to be a really good promo too. Like oh, yeah. I don't think anybody really knew that he like when WWE, like nobody ever talked about the other the other guy from the um, what were they called? Fortunate sons. What were they called? The Forgotten Sons. Forgotten Sons. No one ever said that guy can cut a good promo, and yeah. I'm glad to discover that he can. He's been great mm-hmm. here. Let's uh, yeah, let's make him a guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm am d- down with that, man. Um, <clears throat> next we go to the main event. Um, it's the Impact Tag Team Championship match with, and the major players have been banned from ringside. So there you go. We got Heath and Rhino versus the Motor City Machine Guns. I'm not going to go through a an entire play by play, but they had a good, yeah, maybe 12 to 15 minute match. I mean, decent main event here um you're not really gonna you know beat last week's main event that's just not gonna happen so why even try but i thought that they had a good match and um we got new tag team champions the motor city machine guns um standing tall to end the broadcast here man all is right with the world
1: excuse me i had a burp i was trying to hold in. um (laughs) inappropriate time for that no um i think this is great man i think um the more we can, the second coming of the machine guns has been great. And like, I just, I love doing more with them. I think that uh, I would love to get these guys more, more involved in new Japan proper, not just strong. Yeah. Right. Uh, I just like seeing it big fan. Super happy. This happened.
0: Yeah uh I'm 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 pretty excited. I I think this leads to um either them versus the major players or they might just do a three-way match at Hard to Kill. I can I can see that happening just get them so. all in there at the same time and then that's mm-hmm. probably the last time we see the major players. Now watch I I say this and like Impact somehow pulls the rabbit out of the hat and they re-sign Cardona. I don't know. I I just don't see it, but um, because he's he's never been under contract here. He's he, is kind he of been a, signed? Yeah. I don't no, know. no, no. So re-signed wouldn't be the proper terminology. But um, I, you know, he's never actually signed here. He just kind of works dates, and that's why. And that's why Card- they could never really fully get behind him mm-hmm. because. This was never his top priority. He just kind of worked everywhere. Everywhere was his priority, and then specifically GCW, I think, was where he liked to have the fun, where he liked being the most. So, do um, you
1: think? Do you think Cardona kept himself open because the ultimate goal was to go back to WWE, and he wanted the freedom to just be able to go? Yep, I'm going.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that if AEW came calling for a contract he would have went there too. I agree with um, that too. Um but because they didn't, I I think that he just wanted to to stay a free agent, you know, and just make sure that he can go back as soon as they were ready for him. And right now Triple H is signing everybody that got fired during the during the pandemic. Everybody that got fired during those 2 years, he's brought them back. And so that's mm-hmm. not they didn't already go to AEW and this is this would be the latest example of that. Cuz it's like like really, why why do they need Eric Young? They don't, and and that's not a slight against Eric Young. They just don't.
1: I, they don't. They got they got a lot of producers, you know. Yeah. I don't know why they need another. To be honest with you, they've got how many how many do they really need on that show? And I guess if that's where he, where Eric Young wants to be. That's cool, but it does seem like. And again, when you are leading, uh, when you're leading a company and leading you know a small group you want to have people around you that you like and trust and you know you want yeah. to make sure that your guys are in position for now and yeah. uh
0: you know we'll see what happens yeah for yeah. now well yeah for now um, well, that's going to do it uh, for now on uh, the free feed of uh, Brace for Impact. Um, head over to patreon.com slash game media. We're going to keep the conversation going. So, um, yeah, all of you guys listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watching us on YouTube, join our, uh, join our Patreon group, man. We've got a lot of cool content uh, there. And we've got a lot of extra time coming up uh, today. We're going to talk again, like I said, uh, Mandy Rose. We're going to talk Sasha Banks, probably a little Vince McMahon stuff. And then, of course, we have some more impact news impact signings and things like that and i think there's some stuff going on in japan we want to talk about so we'll see if we we'll see if we can get to it all man but uh, that's gonna do it for us uh patreon stick around